I went home after the broadcast. I was listening to Ed on my way home as he continued on with the broadcast of the Raptors victory parade. And it was running very late. So I got home and then I decided to watch the footage on the television. And after, uh, just as John Tory was giving the um, Raptors the key to the, the city and Kawhi Leonard his own key to the city, apparently shots rang out. But we didn't know that. Uh, the people that were watching only saw Larry Tannenbaum, who is uh, the owner of the Raptors, on stage being interrupted by Raptors announcer Matt Devlin, who had this to say. Everybody, please remain calm. Just stay here. Stay together. Okay, we're here to celebrate, which we will. But I just want everybody to just take a moment. Please stay strong. There is an emergency that is being dealt with. Now, maybe I'm a Pollyanna, very naive Torontonian. I thought it was a medical emergency. That's the first thing that popped into my head. It, it You know, a shooting did not pop into my head. But apparently this happened. And I saw, you know, people running because they, they did a long shot. And there were people running south of the Toronto sign. And they were kind of running west along there. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, of course this guy had to hop on. I think he did an admirable job, you know, calming the crowd. Because the worry is when you get that many people in a small space that what's going to happen is, you know, you could have some sort of stampede that would ensue. And we saw the start of something like that. Jamie Tweel, you were there. Uh, in fact, you were right in the area. You were at the, the media area. Tell us what your experience was like at that moment. Uh, incredibly scary. Uh, I was on earlier with Mike and uh, with John last night, right after it happened, and was uh, was pretty shaken up by it. Only because uh, at the time we didn't really know what was going on. We uh, is this a mass shooting? Is you know, is there somebody with a semi-automatic weapon that's going to just? But go is crazy? that is that what you thought, or were you being told by you, were you being told by the the police to get down, get down? We were told by the. It was actually the security, um, the city hall security uh, that was getting that was telling media to get down. So we're basically on this elevated platform that wraps around all of Nathan Phillips Square, and it's got about a, I'd say, a four foot uh, concrete wall. So you can, it's almost similar to like a balcony. And the shooting happened just behind us, and. Uh, by the time we knew what was going on, by the time we knew it was a shooting, that was when security came and told us to get down because they weren't sure that an arrest had been made or if they'd you know, caught this gunman. But the fact that we didn't know that it was just this isolated shooting made everybody's minds race. And what is what if this is a you know a mass shooting? We've been seeing them constantly, especially when it's involving, you know, large crowds at concerts or what have you. Is that your initial response when you hear something like that? Do you want to get down or do you want to run? What's the actual initial I, I, response? I was I was torn because the the reporter in me is poking my head up seeing what is happening because as a journalist there, that's your job is to to tell the story and, and find the answers. and uh, But we were sort of stymied by not only Toronto police, but the security staff of the prime minister who were trying to, because honest to God, we had the best vantage point uh, of this shooting. It was at the southeast corner, as you mentioned, and it was directly behind us. So all we had to do was turn around, and essentially it was like a balcony view of this, what ended up being a crime scene. Police quickly came in, taped it off, but you could see the blood, you could see the lady there, and uh, you could see people just running for cover. Did you see any arrests being made? No, we didn't see the arrest, because by the time he was, uh, the, the first suspect that they caught was uh, further north up on Bay Street, and by the time they had got to him, uh, we were sort of 
covered, like hunkered down because at, at the uh, request of security. Um, but eventually people just started poking their heads back up to see what was going on. But no, I never saw an arrest. So you were never in fear of a crowd running at you. But Chris Creston, at the same time, funnily enough, decides to go visit his wife mm-hmm. who's uh, just got off work. So she finished work and I decided I'm going to grab my camera. I'll go meet her around the square. And I wanted to get some shots of the crowd. You know, everyone's interested in seeing the Raptors, but hey, they're on TV. You got the best shots there. I wanted to get shots of people hanging off of balconies hanging from the arcs. <laughs> uh, scaffolding on the arcs yeah. all over the place. So I, I met her at Old City Hall, and we got a good vantage point up on the stairs there to get a look at the crowd as they responded to the team being announced. We got uh, some great sound. Of, uh, I collected some audio that we can play later of this whole crowd singing We Are the Champions, and it was just such a joyous event. There are fireworks going off all the time. Yeah. So to be honest, uh, last night John Oakley asked me if I heard any gunshots. I don't know. There were like Jamie. We were right there, and there I didn't hear. There were so them. many fireworks going yep. off all day; it was impossible what to tell. What knucklehead brings a firework to a crowded a situation when we live in an age <laughs> where we're always talking about terrorist attacks? Uh, but also a daylight event when they don't work. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm standing there, and we see all of a sudden this crowd that all of their attention is facing northeast towards City Hall. Then all of a sudden, you see attention moving the other direction and people starting to run, looking behind them, and this crowd seemed to mass bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, you're seeing this crowd sort of moving and pushing like oil through water, the opposite direction of where everyone's attention seemed to be. However, on either side of that crowd are people who are just standing there watching the rally, watching the parade, still enjoying their day. Now, this crowd continues to grow more and more and more. My wife looks at me and says, we got to get out of here. I think she wanted to go over to her office, which is nearby. I turn around and I see the doors to Old City Hall. This is where we're going in. Mm. This is a courthouse. Mm. This is a safe place to be. So I held the door, let a few other people in, and grabbed my wife's hand. We started walking in. I noticed a stroller as I was coming by, and I picked it up to try and bring it in, looked to notice that I'm, I'm holding an empty stroller. So I did abandon that. Uh, my wife says that the, the baby and the mother got into the building safely. Security was trying to hold us back, but we sort of slipped in. Mm. And they didn't seem to think that it was a big deal. Staff was still, minutes afterwards, staff was trying to leave, and security was letting them out. Now, all of a sudden, a second rush of people came in, and the doors blew open like a shockwave had hit them, and you saw big security guards getting tossed aside. They had no chance. They no. had no chance. When, when people started running, there was a there was, there's that ramp that goes all the way up uh, towards City Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, right? it's such a weird ramp. It is a weird it's ramp. It's like, who's going to drive a car into the <laughs> roof but that of was, City Hall? Yeah. But that was blocked off, and, they, and yeah. security did a good job the entire day of, of keeping that clear. For the most part, it was uh, certain credentials media and cameramen that had access to that ramp and that was it right because you fall from there you're falling on concrete but when the shots rang out the security had no chance that ramp was filled with people Mm -hmm. and you can best bet they blew by not at the uh at the okay or the green light of security they blew by security and said i'm not listening to you i'm gonna go and 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 do my best to save my own life they didn't care if that was blocked off so i mean when you're dealing and i was saying this to mike earlier with with crowds of of this size it's impossible to really have a plan in place because i was saying it all day when i looked at the amount of people and and i had 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 
like being been stuck in there at one point, like claustrophobic. I, I think you told me you were kind of worried as yeah, soon as you got there, I, and I'm thinking, Buzzkill, yeah. we're trying to cover a parade here. What's was, going on? I was saying it all day. If yeah. any, if these people are given any reason to panic, this could go really, really south. My inclination at the time was this was someone trolling the crowd. Someone had shouted "gun." Now we turned mm. out turns out there was a shooting. But my, you know what? The people who were running into the courthouse with me were yelling, "No, oh, there's a gun! There's a gun!" However, they had been steps away from me moments ago, and I knew for a fact that they didn't know whether or not there was a gun. They were they were scared, and they were reacting, and they were sort of just going with the flow and assuming the worst. I tried my best to assume the best, assess the situation, but all it takes is a little bit of panic, and all of a sudden, I moved through that crowd because I had walked up Bay Street to get there. It was tight, like I described the mm-hmm. party the night of Game 6, tighter than the... Co- tightest concert you'd ever been to at the front row by the stage. It wasn't for so kids. That, that it wasn't being for said, kids, yeah. let's put it that well, way. Well, that mm-hmm. being said, what do you do if you have a little kid? I heard stories of parents like diving on top of their kids and holding them to the ground when that happened, just hoping that their bodies would stop anybody from trampling them. This could have gone a lot worse than it did. Mm-hmm. Hats off to Torontonians for remaining as calm as possible. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of that was because of Matt Devlin, who chose to speak directly uh, from the heart on stage. I think my husband was kind of like, well, who is this guy on stage? Yeah. And I said, well, it, whatever he's doing, he's trying to do crowd control. I think we actually have some Canadian press audio. Let's let's roll that. Matt Devlin. Won. I think when you're in situations like that, if you speak from your heart and if you um, share the information that you have uh, at that given time, that that's, you know, that's what, all you can do. I'm, I'm going to play one more clip of Matt Devlin because he said he was given the information and it was up to him what to do with it. In that situation, you're just, you know, concerned about everybody uh, that's out in the crowd and, you know, just everyone, you know, in the area. And you just want to make sure that you know, don't, you know, cause any panic in that moment. Yeah, I think he did a really good job. And you know what I was left doing? Because we all had different vantage points. It's really interesting um, that we can bring you, you know, three different vantage points. Mine was from the vantage point of being at home. And one of the things I thought was, holy crap, there's Kawhi Leonard and the rest of the Raptors just sta- sitting on stage going, what's going on? Mm-hmm. They're t- prime targets. The prime minister's sitting there. The prime minister, the, the premier, the mayor. The mayor of Toronto. And secondly, what the heck are the... Why is Van Vliet behind Premier Ford? <laughs> you know, those guys should not have been in the front row. You want to be at the celebration, get in the back row. But it, this is the Raptors' time. But really, they were just sitting ducks. Yeah, and the, uh, you know, again, the, the credit to, uh, to Matt Devlin for... Because I, I think, honestly, the... The entire situation is going to be dictated by the guy with the mic. Mm. And if if the crowd that is up there, they're probably oblivious to what's going on behind them because it was so crowded in that in that front little stage area there. If they see the prime minister, the premier and everybody else getting ushered off stage, guess what? That whole crowd turns to panic as well. So mm-hmm. Matt De- Devlin did a fantastic job going, hey, guys, we're here to celebrate. Let's just stay. Yeah. Cool. And like Chris said, people coming into to, uh, Old City Hall where he was saying, uh, there's a gun, there's a gun, somebody's got a gun. Can you imagine if that that message got up north of the mm-hmm. Toronto sign right near the stage? Right. All those people yep. were crushed in. And that would have just been chaos. There were already people trampled. When the second wave of people ran into Old City Hall and security locked the doors of the building, their assumption, and I think our assumption, was that something was happening. They put us on lockdown. They asked us to stay away from the windows. And 
they locked all the doors around the building and you could hear them yeah. all sort of checking with each other to make sure everything was locked off. That's when I started thinking maybe this was yeah. a, a dangerous situation, a potential mass shooting. But then we heard that we could hear the rumble of the stage and the party continuing. Right. Kawhi's laugh and everything. It seemed to get everyone's spirits back. But by the time I left, which was like around 530, mm-hmm. Eaton Center still locked down. Atrium still yeah. locked down. Because there was City a couple of stabbings. Down. Yeah, it was, it was a, a wild and weird day, to say the least. Hats off to the police for acting so swiftly, because they certainly did, as you said, Jamie. And hats off to people for remaining as calm as possible in that situation, because I think now in the, the world that we're living in, and we've seen a lot of uh, situations via, you know, live media that gets us everywhere in the globe when something terrible goes down. The first instinct really is to run. And when you're dealing with a crowd that size, as you said, it's uh, it's just a recipe for complete disaster. So it's a good thing that it, it did not, uh, you know, ensue in in the uh in Nathan Phillips Square. Well, I think yesterday for afternoon. most of the people in the square had a really good time. Oh, didn't yeah. know what had happened and just went along with their day. It, it so. was that one pocket. I mean, and it depends on your vantage point. For some people this wasn't a big deal, but that's because they weren't there close to what had happened. One of the craziest visuals I saw yesterday was of this little girl. I was telling John Oakley about it yesterday. She must have been 4 or 5 years old, little blonde girl, and she had this look of just terror on her face mm. and beside her on either side two police officers because in this melee she lost her parents so you can imagine what mm-hmm. the parents must have been thinking where is our kid well and, and cops were taking the kids to 52 division when they were separated well how do the parents know that you know this there is uh there are a lot of questions outstanding i might touch on this later but i for the love of uh for the life of me i can't figure out why uh or if the city or the raptors uh, didn't approach a major concert promoter mm-hmm. because it, it, you know, they know everything about having water tankers standing by. They know everything about entrance to um, kids uh, shouldn't have been facilities. in Nathan Phillips Square. They should not I d- have been there. I, dis- I don't no, know. No, I'm, about ta- that. I'm talking to young kids, mm-hmm. young little kids. Kelly, you know what I saw yesterday? I saw a woman because the, there was so space was so hard to come by. Yeah. This woman was breastfeeding her child on. on a on a media truck next to a generator. I mean, what? Are you thinking, lady? Okay, Honest I to might God. go with your kids shouldn't have been there, but where would you put them? I mean, maybe Exhibition Place, they should Along have set the up big route. screens yeah. at Exhibition Place where there's a lot well, there of green. Were, there were at, uh, at Coronation, Coronation Park, Park, but where, several mm-hmm. places. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We could get into this a little later yeah. on. Maybe we should. <laughs> we could but talk you know, about this. It was, it was just so much happened yesterday. You could just go on and on about it. It was it, To be there was something else, and one of the craziest things I've covered in my career, without question. Yeah, yeah. and definitely the most... Fear that I've experienced, sort of in my, yeah, yeah, we were never absolutely. in any real but, danger you know, where wonder, we were. But, but the fear, the fear was there, and it subsided very quickly once we were safe and behind the security agree, yeah. at uh, Old City Hall. But there was that fear and that panic, and really, I to tell you the truth, you learn a lot about yourself in that situation. And Baby everything carriage. goes into slow motion. And you just sort of think and act. And I luckily was in a very defensible position to run into Old City Hall. 